eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go for the podcast on a Wednesday, which is very weird today, Al, because... We're in the Boomer and Carton studio recording a podcast, and Boomer's across the hall in a production studio recording a podcast. Yes. The Barstool Podfathers. Yeah, his he Boomer's on a podcast much more popular than this one. Well, why is that? What the are Podfathers. we doing? Well, they've got a very... Um, they have a they have a great brand with college kids, kids and uh, a couple years older in that age range, and they were built online, so their audience is online. How have they not come to lure us to them. Yes, because I think our average age is way over their average age. See, I disagree with that. Well... You know how many people have told, like the umpire I told you about on Monday from Sunday night, told me he found us because of his son who listens to this podcast every day. Okay. His son is in his middle to later teens. Right. Right, but isn't that the age group we're looking for? Yes. The 18 to 25-year-old, 18 to 30-year-old? Yes. Well, the the man looking, found us because his son listens. I'm looking for any age group. I'll right. ha, I'll take any audience that will have us, Jerry. So how is Barstool not come to us? They don't. No, we would need to go to them because they're oh. above us right now in the podcasting world. And I have no problem saying that. We are on radio and TV every day. We are, oh, but in the podcasting now, world, in podcasting world, they are they are front runners, Jerry. So we're like a pimple on their ass. Uh, in the podcasting world, yes. Got and it. Indeed, we are. All right. Well, there was an So, shout out to them. So, Boomer will be on the Podfather show, which is a great idea what they took. These guys that are uh, in their late 20s, early 30s, probably late 20s, that are young fathers got together to do a podcast about young fathers. I mean, I'm Great father. idea. Jerry, I'm not sure how they're going to be able to compete with this topic I have to uh, for you today. Uh, I was considering moving away from uh, K-Cups into 
back to regular coffee. Uh, what do you mean considering? I thought you've made the change. I've made the change halfway. So at home, I got myself a, a single coffee maker. Yes, which looks very cool. Uh, the the one at home I have. not. I, it's not the one I brought into work. Okay. So I have this one at home. It was like, it looked like stainless steel. It was cool looking. And it works great. And I love opening up a, a bag of fresh coffee and smelling it in the morning and then doing my scoops. Sound like such an old man. You do. I'm, I'm shocked sorry. the bar stool's not looking for me. <laughs> Come work for them. To do some old man coffee tips. But here, I, you know, I had a K-cup machine, a Keurig at home. And I got rid of it in order to uh, just use this single cup coffee maker, which I really do like. I bought an additional cheapo single cup coffee maker for work. And I thought, I'm going to make my own fresh coffee at work and not K-cups. Yeah, I saw you the other day. Yeah, I did that for a couple of days. I'm off that. Why? That's a lot of work. Yes. For doing commercial breaks. It's so much easier to pop the little thing, the little yes. pot in and hit start. Yes. Go to the bathroom, come back, coffee's ready. Right. You know what the problem was when I was making coffee, oh, the coffee maker is you got to clean the filter. You got to wash it out. It's a big pain in the ass. Yeah, giant pain in the ass. And I am telling you, if you blindfold taste tested me against uh, K-Cups, uh, regular coffee, uh, top brand, uh, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts. I could not tell the difference between any one of them. I disagree. I think you can. I really do. Do you think I could I, tell the difference between a K-Cup uh, Maxwell House and a regular Maxwell House? That I don't know. All right. But what I think you can definitely tell the difference, and I mean if you stay consistent with the yes. way you like your coffee. So let's say you just yeah. like a little bit of milk in your coffee. I do. Perfect. If yeah. I gave you and had you blindfolded, a cup of Starbucks with a little bit of milk, a cup of Dunkin' Donuts, a little bit of milk, and a K-cup, whatever kind you like, the breakfast blend, the Maxwell House, whatever, and a little bit of milk, they are so distinctively different. I think you absolutely would be able to tell the difference. Now, what you're talking about is a Maxwell House K-cup to a Maxwell House scoop. Yes. I don't know. I, I really don't know if you tell the difference. I have no idea. But the Starbucks is such a distinctive taste. See, I think Dunkin' Donuts has a distinctive taste. I think they both do. I agree. And so do your K cups, believe it or not. I think you. I think you would pass that test with flying color. When would you like to blindfold me, Jerry, and then lead me with just my sight and smells? Do you think uh, my what smells? What was that? Do you think my smells, Jerry, would Weird. really in, increase oh my and God. my hearing when I was blindfolded? I'm, were you saying something? Uh, I think yes. I do think you so. do. Yes. So I'd probably be able to smell the aroma of a coffee better blindfolded. Your sense of taste as well would be increased. Yes. So like, do you do a lot of things blindfolded where your taste is increased? But I was considering Shut your it. eyes and do stuff where your taste no, is increased? No, I haven't, uh, haven't tried that. Maybe you should. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll blindfold myself and just start doing weird things to myself. What? Jerry, <laughs> I don't know. Are you all right? Uh, Jerry... I'm very thrown off by this article I've pulled out uh, today. Very thrown off by that segment. Okay. Uh, check this out. Now, I don't know what this study is talking about. Uh, study. Chicago. 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 My kind of town. Chicago. Chicago tops the list of longest average work commute in America. Okay. What's wrong with that? Is it time or distance? Time. Okay. The amount of time that they say the average Chicagoan spends commuting is per day. Oh, give me, oh, I'm going to guess. One way to work. One way to work. 
And so this is the worst, in, the worst average in America. The worst average work commute in America belongs to Chicago. 51 minutes. 32 minutes. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, what are we doing? Because, because you're not taking into account all the people that commute from three miles away. Now, if you take New York City's commute, I right. bet you the average commute time is probably 25 minutes. Because you're taking into account people that live in Brooklyn and in Staten Island that hop on a subway or they all, all they have to do is drive right over the bridge. They don't have to get to the bridge. And you're probably talking about people that live in the Chicago area. Some people will commute an hour and a half. Others will commute 10 minutes. So what's it take you to get to work one way, uh, minute-wise? Uh, for door-to-door, 46 minutes. So here's what's happening. You're uh, 48 minutes, actually. You're 48 minutes. Yes. Craig is three minutes. Correct. So averaged out is is a 25-minute commute. That's what's throwing it off. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to do a better study in terms of the average commute from the suburbs, Mm -hmm. the average commute from, you know, Brooklyn in in our case. Right. As opposed to just the general average commute time. And what do you feel is a, except at what point time-wise for an average commute with no traffic would you say... Uh, is the limit to where you would decide to live. 48 minutes. You're at your limit. I'm at my limit. Yeah, I tried um, for three years. My commute was 73 miles each way. Wow. And it was about it was about an hour 10 from Astoria all the way down to that Brick Point Pleasant border where I lived. I think, I forget, I think we lived in Brick. We were right next door to Point Pleasant, though. And it was fine for a while. And then after about, nine, ten months, it became horrendous. Right. It was really just awful. I mean, it, just, it was a struggle to keep your eyes open, um, and I learned my lesson. So we moved up there. We, I wanted to move closer. I didn't find anything I liked, and we ended up where we are. So I'm 48 minutes away. I would go no further. That's it. I'm out. So if I said, here's a beautiful home, it's 55 minutes away. All right. Let's not get ridiculous. You don't want to get it w- I would say this, because we are looking right now. I would say the house has to knock me over. And, and is it 55 minutes where I'm off the parkway and I got to drive side roads for 10 minutes? I'm okay with that because once you're off the highway, I feel like things change. Yeah, I agree. You yeah. kind of wake up a little bit yes. and that glaze goes away. But if you're talking about 55 hard miles and 55 minutes that way, I'm out. No chance. I don't care what the house is. I mean, my wife, she, I love her to death and she knows the deal. And from time to time, I'll see her looking at a house, whether it's in Farmingdale or she was looking at a house in Lincroft the other day. I'm like, first of all, we can't afford that, so stop looking at that. Number two, I'm not moving to Lincroft. It's two. It's just another 10 minutes. I'm not going there. Um, but she does look around, and boy, there's a lot of nice stuff out there. Right. But I don't want to go any further. I mean, you agree with me, right? I totally agree. And it's funny. It's not what people think. It's not the 3 a.m. drive in. No, not at all. Because you're wide awake at that point. I'll drive an hour and a half at 3 o'clock in the morning. Agree. Same here. It's the ride home, probably for most people, even if you're working a 9 to 5 job. That drive home is brutal. Is brutal because you've worked all day and you're tired. And like you said, with the highway, it's very hypnotic. Yesterday on my ride home, I take uh, I go right out the Holland Tunnel and take Route 78 all the way to Basking Ridge. I, I a couple times considered getting off and taking all back roads. Yeah, just because I was starting to get delirious. Yeah, I mean when driving. I lived in, when I lived in Brick, I thought the same thing. I said I'm not going to go to 91. I was really tired. I'm like I'm going to get off at exit 98. 
I'm going to hop on 34, and I'll go the back way to my house. It doesn't add that much time, but I figured the stop and start with the lights yes. would be good. I fell asleep at a traffic light. You did? Yeah. I was being honked at brutally by a, and I'll never forget, it was a black pickup truck behind me that had those silver chrome pipes hanging out. Yes. I th- and I'm looking in the mirror, and I, I was startled, but I was out cold. Well, for probably 10 seconds, but I was out. And that guy was screaming. It was the summertime, too. So windows were open. He was yelling, screaming, honking the horn at me. I said, wow, that was the day I went home. Well, actually, that wasn't the day. I think it was the following week when I did fight. I dozed, and mm-hmm. I went home and told my wife, we're moving. We have yeah. to move. And we listed the house the next day. Dangerous. It is very dangerous, Jerry. Very Not dangerous. Not good. Did you see this? Uh, it was brought up briefly on the uh, radio um, this morning that day. There was a poll put out there for the worst governors in yes. the country. Yes. And your friend, Chris Christie, came in number one. Well, you're the producer of the show, and you're the one that has him filling in all the time, so he's your friend. Least, Although I happen to like him a great deal. Least popular governor. Yeah. Chris Christie. And That's, yet, you keep having him in here, Jerry. I like the guy. And I, I, when I say that, let's take the politics out, all right? That said, as a human being, we like great. him. Very as nice. As a talk show host, I think he's terrific. I right. really do. I love the balance with him and Craig. Craig's the he. Craig has become the face of the Yankees on this show. Yes, he is. So he's a Met guy. It's fun having them battle. It's good. He knows more than most around here, and I mean talk show hosts, anchors, producers, board ops, anybody you want. He knows more than all of them, or mostly all of them. Uh, and he's good in terms of the politics. Are you surprised that people hate him? I mean, I'm not. I mean, for everything he's done for New Jersey, so a lot of what I think is good, some people will argue, that's fine, that's up to you. I'm not surprised by that. Right. Not at, And he's at the end. Right. He's been around for how many years now? Too many years. So that that's not. I agree. I know not nothing about politics. I mean, nothing. Right. So I only know him as a guy who comes in who's a fill. I know him the same way I know Chris Sims, as a guy who comes in and fills in for Boomer, and right. I enjoy their company. That's it. That's it. I look at him as a guy who was on that uh, on the stage a couple of times debating for the presidency of the United States. And then I sit there and look at him like, when he comes in. Guy. Like, that was a long shot. Oh. But at the same time, he put himself out there as a presidential candidate. Right. That would be cool. I would like to one day know the president. Well, you may. Very possible. Well, who do you think that would be? Myself? I would not put it out. Are you the president? Yes. Of your condo association, perhaps. That's a first step. But not of this country. Oh, There's no well, chance of that ever happening. Got to start I would small. say you have a chance, outside slim chance. I'm not putting the percentages. Okay. With Barack Obama, your chances were zero. You had no chance. Of knowing him? Right. Got it. I think there is minuscule, but there is the chance that somewhere in the next four years you do meet Donald Trump. Okay. I think that's While possible. he's president. Yes. Not likely. Right, not likely. Highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. But there's a chance. You would have had no chance to meet George Bush. Right. This, though, because of the connections, there's a chance. There is a chance. Know what I would say to him? Hello, Mr. President. Just You're like that. You're fired. I'd pretend I didn't know who he was. And you do... And you are... Like my girlfriend did when she met Ralph Macchio, the karate kid. Right. And you, she, oh my gosh, there's Ralph Macchio. I love the Karate Kid, but, but can you introduce me? I go, sure. I go up to him. She goes, and you are. How'd that make you feel? 
I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> then she goes, do you think I could get a photo? I go, no, you acted like you didn't know who it was. You screwed it up. You screwed it up. You know, Al, I don't know why, but I just lodged a thought. Uh, it has nothing to do with Ralph Macchio, but we were talking about coffee before. We had a birthday party for my son who turned seven. And we had the, you know, the family over on Saturday after his little kid party, which was fun. And my mother brought over, we were talking about the, K, the Keurig K-Cups. She brought over some sort of a cappuccino coffee K-Cup. And I said, that's kind of neat. My wife kind of likes cappuccino, and she's my, mom, my mother's always looking for something different. And so when it comes time to make the coffee, who wants regular, who wants decaf, take my little list, and I start making them one by one. We have one of these big Keurigs. They're fantastic. And so I then get to the cappuccino one. My wife's like, I'll try one of those. My mom's like, yeah, we're fun. My dad's like, yeah, what the hell? I'll have one. Okay, so I start making them. Smells great. Do you remember the brand name? I don't, but I have the box at home. Was it yellow? It was not. It was white and brown. Okay. But I have the box at home. I can take a picture of it. I'll tweet it out later if I remember. Somebody remind me to send the tweet out of this this cappuccino. Not that I I don't want to kill the company or anything like that's not the point of this but still so i smell like man this smells good my wife's like i'm in i'll take one okay fine make one for her make one for my mom so i'm like man why does this smell so sweet and so do you know there was not you know what they always say the first ingredient is the most what do you think the first ingredient was sugar no that would have been good vegetable oil vegetable oil was the first ingredient and then there was like a syrup was the second ingredient, then a sugar. I believe coffee or whatever cappuccino beans are made out. I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. Whatever coffee part that's in it, I think was the sixth ingredient. Let me ask you this. Did you have the first? Because I, I one time for the Keurig got these uh, the cappuccino things mm-hmm. where it came with a K-cup and a packet. Was the packet for the froth or something like that? Well, no. You would put the packet in the cup first. Okay. It was like a powder. Then you would uh, do the K-cup into it, and then you were supposed to mix that up. That did not have this. The, but I tell you this, it tasted so chemically. It has to be. Right. So I don't I know mean, what. Yours was just in the K-cup itself? Yes. And vegetable oil was the first ingredient. I said to my mother, I said, listen, because I always give her like bad nutritional news. She'll always be like... You know, I got these whatever diet frozen meals. Are these good? I'm like, how many times going to go over that? Mom, look at the sodium. Because that's not good either, but it's just grilled chicken. I'm like, all right, Alfredo sauce. What do you think? Yeah, not good. Not good. And so she, you know, but it's good portion control. Yeah, okay, it's fine. But you're asking me my opinion. Not great. So anytime she brings something over, she's always looking at me like, what are you going to attack now that I'm eating? I said, well, if you bring over apples and a banana, we're good. You bring over coffee that's first ingredient is vegetable oil, I'm going to say something. And I always feel like the bearer of bad news. But you were all turned on by the smell. The smell was fantastic. It was, i be honest with you, that's got to be a car freshener. Cappuccino smelling car freshener. Vegetable oil, cappuccino, car oh, freshener, dude, K-cups. Disgusting. Hmm. So uh, what I will do later, I will tweet out the ingredients. I'm not going to right. put that out there for the company. That's okay, Jerry, right. fair enough. I'll tweet out the little ingredient part of the box. Very nice. I look forward to seeing that. You probably won't even see it. I'll see it. Okay. I see your stuff. Believe me, I'm stalking you on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Jerry, remember we did the story the other day about a um, a couple who found, remember they found a dead bat? Yes. In what would they find that in? I thought it was in salad mix. Oh, yeah. A bag of pre-made yeah. salad mix. Yep. They found a dead bat. 
Well, I take you to Chevy Chase, Maryland, which always seemed strange to me. Was that named after that guy? I've always wondered myself. Or was, or did he know. take the name from the town of Chevy Chase, Maryland? I, I don't know. Weird, though, right? <laughs> yes. I wish you would have asked me this before because we could have actually checked this. Yeah. Well, I've, you I've wondered that. this for so many. <laughs> this so comes funny. to you from Chevy Chase, Maryland. A Maryland couple said a store initially refused to pull a bag of spinach after they found a live scorpion inside oh, come the bag. On. See, this is what I mean. This spurs people, who knows if this is true or not, as soon as they see one story on the news about somebody finding a dead bat in their salad, now everyone's, oh, I, I found a live scorpion in Chevy Chase, Maryland. That's brutal. I know. Is that true? A man and his wife said they bought a bag of giant brand spinach from their local giant store in Chevy Chase last week. They opened the bag to make a lunch. I saw something inside the bag crawling, they said. I thought it was a cricket in the beginning, oh. and then I noticed it was... Uh, it was the, in, then I noticed when it was in the bottle that it was a scorpion. That is just brutal, man. Hmm. In the bottle. What does that mean? In the bottle. It was a bag of spinach. What bottle is there? I don't know. They captured the creature in a water bottle. Oh, that's oh, what it so was. When they captured so they it, saw it. Right. They captured it, it in been a water bottle. Then. This must've been a small little. Right. They send video to the company of the scorpion that they said they found on their spinach. See, here's how do you prove that though? I guess the thing is here: stop eating fresh uh, or stop eating no, uh, no, bagged no. produce. Well, I mean that's true. You know, they say from the uh, these documentaries I've watched, they say that every meal you have, if you want to be as healthy as you can, every meal you have should be fifty-one percent raw vegetables, and the other forty-nine percent can be chicken or whatever you want. All right, rice or bean, whatever. But 51% should be raw vegetables. What percentage of Americans do you think are doing, because I'm not one, are getting 51% raw vegetables in every meal? Would you say the number is less than 1%? Because I would. Raw vegetables meaning I can't steam it even? Ro- no, raw vegetables oh, okay. in its simplest form. So oh, then carrot. I would say 1%. Uh, less than Tops. 1%, right? I agree. Yeah. I think it might even be like less than a tenth of a percent. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Nobody is having raw vegetables for breakfast. See, I feel like I'm doing a good job having steamed vegetables with yeah, my dinner. A lot dinner. of people will say that's not even, it's good for you, but you're not getting the maximum nutrients out of it. The maximum nutrients are the vegetables just washed and eaten and I, not steamed or baked or sauteed I, or anything. I steam broccoli every night, right, for my vegetable. The one night when I was in a bit of a rush, I thought, well, I'll just have raw broccoli. Yeah. Oh, my God. It tastes horrendous. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I it like does. broccoli. Oh, my gosh. Some can be, depending upon when you get it, it can t- it can definitely taste bitter. I agree yes, with that. It was yes, bitter. But if you get it when it's the perfect time, I think it's great. Broccoli is also one of those things I find weird, like the way you purchase it in the store. It's just out there in the Being open. rained on. Being, yeah, dust, <laughs> crop dusted, as they say. Yes. Well, I think crop dusted means farting and then walking away. But... <laughs> We could it's be on the pod. Missed. We could be on Barstool with with witty jokes like that. That's true. Good point, Jerry. Yeah. But I do feel weird like when I take that. It's just sitting on a shelf. Stalks of broccoli. Sure. And then I take that home and run it under the sink as if that's doing anything to it. Well, that's, you know, it's funny you say that because I have, for, it. I would say not every day, but I'll bet you eight out of ten days I have oatmeal, 
with plain Greek yogurt and apple. I would say out of eight days, I probably washed the apple four times. And the other four, I'm so busy with what I'm doing, it sounds it sounds ludicrous, and I know it, and I'm probably killing myself earlier than I should because of all the chemicals I'm probably ingesting. But I don't have the minute it takes to run back, wash it, get yeah, the... Yeah, we don't have sinks near where we, we work. We don't. That's the problem. And so I wind up... Now, I've started buying organic apples. The problem is, how do I know they're organic? And you someone's not no slapping idea. a sticker on that. Exactly. So... I'm bad like that. I don't wash enough. And even when you do wash the stuff, are you washing it enough? Like, you're supposed no. to put, like, lettuce in a spin thing. And Yeah, no. Are you kidding? I'm lucky if I take it and spray it at all with water. Lettuce, I would never even think to clean. Yeah, lettuce is one of the dirtier ones. I would just unravel that first layer and feel like, eh. It looks good. That was the protective layer. Everything think of else. bugs that pooped on it. Yeah, or crawled in so it. So you eat bug poop every day. No, I do not. Oh, I eat um, broccoli. Lettuce. Yeah, well. By the way, I'm rinsing it off, Jerry. By the way, the most notable people from Chevy Chase, Maryland. Yes. Chevy Chase is not in this mix. All right. Uh, Bill Giga, somebody, I don't know who that is. Uh, Hillary Rhoda. Okay. She's a model. Danny Rubin, he's an Israeli basketball player. Sure. Gail King. Oh, okay. Oprah's and Peter friend. Rosenberg from the other radio station. Really? Yes. He's a ESPN. noted Bethesda, Maryland person? He is, yes. Or I'm not Bethesda, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. So Chevy Chase is not a notable person from Chevy Chase. Google Chevy Chase real quick and just see where, or like Wikipedia, to see where he, if he took his name from Chevy Chase, Maryland. Uh, well, I don't know that I have I'll to hang up and do listen. that now. You'll hang up and listen. That's great. Uh, born into a prominent New York family, mm-hmm. uh, Cornelius Crane. That's that his, his name, Cornelius Crane. So, it's not, so he stole Chevy Chase from that town, 100%. I got to be honest, I have no idea. Nor he was born care. in New York City. That's all. All I right. I got to go. All right. Uh, warm up is next. It was terrific. So it's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right. Thanks. Good morning. Wednesday morning. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. So a heck of a night for your Metsies. How about that? The balls were flying at Citizens Bank Park. That was exciting. Seven home runs, three for Cespedes. And we'll get into the exit velocity. Whatever that is. <laughs> it drives Craig nuts. That is when that that, is. the way uh, the speed a ball the leaves bat. the bat. That's exactly right. Cespedes had one heck of a night. So did Lucas Duda. So good for them. Matt Harvey was good. Left a little bit of a hamstring, but uh, all good. He said he's fine. Uh, well, they the always say they're went. fine, but maybe he's not fine. Well, they called this a cramp, not a strain or tie. It's just a cramp running to first base. So they figured rather than keep him out there, just get him out. I mean, they were killing the team. Uh, and Clay Buckholz, oh God, did he look awful? Anyway, uh, moving on. You had a story the other day about what we thought were you weren't sure. We thought they were toasted crickets in Seattle, and then you kind of second guessed yourself. Maybe they were grasshoppers. Turns out you were right. They're toasted grasshoppers, uh, and not only are they selling them, they're selling them out. And last night the Astros played in Seattle, and they had their. Remember when? Um, Kevin Burkhart was with SNY, and he would do, like, really cool things. He was in the canoe in San Francisco, yes, which was Yes, he'd awesome. be out in the crowds talking yeah. with people. Now, this would be the type of thing, I think, if SNY was out there, Burkhart would be eating toasted grasshoppers. Well, Julie Morales does sidelines, or whatever you want to call it, for the Astros. And so they got to her, and she gave it a try. I told everyone I would try it. I seriously have been mentally preparing for this for two days now. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm about to do this. <laughs> okay. I know I have it. <laughs> now, have you seen the picture of these? I have. They're disgusting. Yeah, they look like 
burnt bugs. They're gross. Now, the, the guys in the booth tried it. The one guy wouldn't, and the color guy, the analyst, did, and he almost liked it. Salty. Why are you going for a second? <laughs> I got to check out the taste. Oh, my gosh. That is so foul. Now, let me ask you this, because I said crickets were one of the best sources of protein on the planet. Found out crickets are 17 grams of protein per serving. A dung beetle is the most, I believe, at 21. What do you think a toasted grasshopper is? A toasted grasshopper is probably at uh, 14 grams of protein. 20. 20 grams of protein. per serving. They should make uh, grasshopper protein shakes and sell it to those muscle guys in the the gym. I'll bet you they do. On the way out the door. You make it green, right? Sure, why not? Make it like a minty grasshopper (laughs) protein shake. grasshopper. For Why those not? dudes that go to the gym or that wear the tank. You ever see the guys in the gym, Jerry? They wear the tank top to the gym. Yes, of but course. the tank top where their nipples are exposed. So that's not a that's not a shirt. <laughs> I don't It's a covering. I don't it, know what it is. It's nothing. You're covering your middle of your chest. I, okay. Yes, yes I'm, I'm well aware. What we don't want to see is your nipples. Man nipples. <laughs> so if you have a tank you top that, on, Eddie? that's got to get got it. covered. <laughs> right. But well, why is it okay then at the beach? You don't. I'm sure you walk around. You live at the beach now. I'm sure you go to the beach funny. and you don't put a shirt on. So why can't a guy work out with his nipples because out? Because you're, you're either uh, wear a shirt or don't. Don't fake half. So you were never into the half shirt era back in the '80s. Well, I did. I did a photo did surface recently of me of with course. a half shirt in you the hypocrite. '80s. Well, I had a nice slim stomach back then, Jerry. Really? I thought you were heavy with hair. Uh, no, hair. I've had uh, various uh, phases of well, my well, life. Well, when was the time you were eating a whole bag of Doritos with your, your, your sandwich at lunch and well, your soda? Well, it was like 2007 <laughs> when so I first got started here. So you were a fat here. kid. You, no, were, you got very heavy slim. in your older life before you found Right, because I, I kept eating the way I was eating as a kid. Without the exercise. Exactly, Jerry. Got it. Got it. Uh, the twins are playing in Detroit, and they had asked the uh, Tigers to fumigate the visitors' clubhouse because the uh, Boston Red Sox were just uh, there playing a series, and they all have the flu. Mm. Now, what does that mean, fumigate a clubhouse? It means kill all the germs. With Spray what? Spray it down. A lot of Lysol. A lot of Lysol. So I have no idea. And imagine you get that job. Like, if I was working for the Tigers, I'd be like, I'm not going in there and fumigating well, a locker room. Someone's got to go in there. You got to put one of those little white masks on. Right. And you go in there and you Gloves. fumigate. Yeah, I guess so. You're wiping down every locker. I suppose. They got Lysol wipes. You got With all Lysol that to do wipes. It. Yeah, what the hell? Why not? This is right up your alley. You come in and you fumigate your desk every single day, and you're I do. the only one that uses it. No, I'm not the only one because it gets used here uh, at nighttime, the Steve Summer no, no, show. I meant your desk. Oh, my desk in my office. You, you clean that every day, do you not? I do not. I clean my oh, I area in there where Eddie and I are. And I think Boomer assumes I clean his area as well. Which, which you don't. Which I don't. Not anymore, no. I don't. There I, was years a, ago. In Queens, well, I did Well, you that. stopped that when you saw the disgusting microphones. Yes. I mean, enough's enough. These guys are adults. They can yeah. clean their own area. So I know how these how the twins feel. I'd want... They should do that for every uh, uh, series anyway. One team leaves... Another team's coming in the visitor sure. clubhouse. Fumigate that. Yeah. What was the? Uh, what were those hockey players? What were they getting? MRSA. No, it wasn't MRSA. Yeah, no, MRSA, I'm talking Jerry. about the guys in the wild. They didn't get MRSA. That's not what they. Oh, had. they had the mumps. Uh, they had the mumps. Is that what it was? Which I thought it was eradicated. Yeah, eradicated. Right, Great. Term. Let me ask you this. So let's say I don't know. The guys decide to retire next week. As we've discussed uh, on the podcast many times, we're really not qualified to do anything no. other than what we're doing. But I could get you a job as a sanitizer, and your job is to go into locker rooms and make sure they're cleaned up 
and all the germs are out, and it would pay you real well. You wouldn't do it? I would do it. I'd wear one of those hazmat suits like you see on the news, like if there's a big spill and they have to, like, um, wash off. You look like a Martian. Yeah, like, you know, you like when there's an oil tanker spill and the and the guys in those white suits are, like, washing the ducks off yeah. of all the oil? So you'd be okay with that? I'd be dressed that way. Hmm. Um, Jerry, yesterday, Clyde Frazier was in court. What'd he do? He didn't, he was being a Charles good... Oakley was in court, too. Same yes. thing? No, unrelated. No. Same courthouse, though. Uh, Clyde Frazier had to go in for jury duty. On Oakley's case? No. It's oh. totally separate. Unrelated, Jerry. They just happen to both be ex-Nicks. What but the they, hell are the odds of that? I don't know. <laughs> but when you go uh, uh, to do jury duty, you have to go through a metal detector. And they confiscated two items from Mr. Clyde Frazier. One fork. A fork? A fork, which he said he carries with him when he's going places because he doesn't care for plastic cutlery. Come on. That's true. Someone weirder than you. Yes, I loved it. <laughs> the other thing they confiscated was uh, scissors to trim his beard. That's I can, true. I can understand that. You He's forget like, that's fine. I'm going to be there all day. He's I'm on probably, TV. I'm going to trim my beard up. You know, it's funny because I went to Barclays Center. Craig gave us tickets to go to Barclays Center to a net game about three weeks ago. And I had, right? I think Boomer gave us these really cool uh, keychain pocket knives, but they had everything on it. Swiss a, Army knife. Yeah, you had a little USB port, you had a little scissors, yes. a knife, a nail, really cool stuff that I kept on my keychain. Keep in mind, I have traveled through airports with this since, when did he give that to us? Four or five years Couple ago? Four years ago. I have been on airplanes, I've been through airports, I've been to arenas, never had a problem. I walk into Barclays Center and the woman would not let me in with that keychain and told me, to bring it back to my car, to which I said, okay, my car's eight blocks away and I already gave you the tickets. Well, then it's got to go in the garbage. I said, I really would like to keep it. She goes, you got plans for using it tonight? <laughs> I don't have any plans. So it went in the garbage. I could see carrying something like that. A fork? One fork. A little bit much. A little much. But if he doesn't care for a plastic cutlery, Jerry. Oh, shut up. Which I understand, because sometimes... You've gotten plastic forks in particular where you're trying to, like, cut a steak with it and it snaps off. Hold on a second. You snap a... Who eats a steak with a plastic fork? If that's what they're serving and the only cutlery available, a courthouse. They're not serving steak in a courthouse. You could probably get steak or chicken. 100% you get a chicken steak breast. Steak in a courthouse? No, I'm saying that I'm sure there's some sort of cafeteria there. How about a hot dog and a bag of Fritos? Hot dog, you wouldn't need any cutlery, so good call on that. (laughs) We'll take a timeout. Boomer and Carton in a couple of minutes on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, just uh, real quick. Mets did win last night, beat the Phillies 14-4. to They hit, count them, seven home runs. Yoannis Cespedes had three of them. Uh, Also, the Nationals did beat the Cardinals 8-3. to Day baseball today at Yankee Stadium. Jordan Montgomery makes his big league debut. Yankees and Rays will continue uh, their series at the stadium. Also, final night of the NBA regular season. Something on that in a minute, but first, Mark Cuban did what we knew he was going to do by suiting up Tony Romo yesterday, and this was a whole big to-do in Dallas. They had the video of Romo coming into the arena. He went to shoot around, team photo, brought his son there, the whole enchilada, as they say. I do love, though, that Adam Silver rejected the idea of giving Romo a contract, which is what uh, Mark Cuban wanted to do. He wanted him to play in the game. right. And uh, Adam Silver said, I will not honor that You know, contract. it's funny. Karan Butler said Romo actually was such a good athlete 
and from what he saw, could have had a chance to play at a high level. Now, I don't know if it meant the NBA, but said he could have been a high-level basketball player. Now, why are all these NBA guys resting tonight, Jerry? Oh, I don't know. It's a great question, Al, because, you know, the Nets have a lot to a lot on the line tonight. No, I, it's unbelievable. There's no, right. There's nothing on the line. Obviously, even if but you, you know what? let's say worst case scenario, you, you snap your leg going for a for a dunk tonight. You have all off season. Why are why are guys resting? And here's the thing. I'll give you two of them. You've got the Bulls in a situation where if they win and they get in, and you've got a Miami Heat team who has played probably better than anybody other than the Warriors in the NBA the second half of the season, they need help. They need either the Bulls or the Pacers to lose, and if they beat Washington, they're in. And the Nets are sitting, Brooke Lopez, Jeremy Lin, Trevor Booker, and a couple of others that are quote-unquote injured. So you're giving, you're pretty much giving yourself no chance to win. And then the other one is, and nobody's going to feel bad for Cleveland. I get that, and I certainly don't, and I hope they lose and all good. But Boston can wrap up the one seed tonight. They play the Bucks, and the Bucks didn't even travel Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's their best Ooh. player. So I honestly don't understand what we're doing. Say that name I, again. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Who? He's one of the best Giannis. players in the NBA. Yeah, I know who he is. Giannis Antetokounmpo. 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 Or, or him. That's not how Mike Say that. It. Say that. Giannis and Tamakupo. Well, say that. Bam. Mike pronounced it Aldridge. They <laughs> <laughs> call him Will Chamberlain. <laughs> All good. Where's so Brent I don't Saber get it. I don't like him. the way they're doing it. But Me that's either. today's NBA, and I don't know how you fix it. I really don't. And Russell Westbrook didn't play last night, but they're set. That makes sense. This makes no sense whatsoever. Right, resting players that are playing in the playoffs. Jerry, I get that. I mean, Jeremy Lin missed the whole season. Let him play. Stupid. Boomer and Carton now on the fan. Hmm. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.